Hello, hello, and welcome to week 11, post week 12 preview of the Pick and Play show. We have full house, full fucking house. Zell, Leo, we're going to walk through top five, bottom five. Memorable notes from last week with a ton of upsets, continuing trend in the NFL. We turn towards which teams are eliminated from playoff contention. Maybe some teams on the horizon, like Philly, surging at the right times. And then we look at an absolutely chalked full slate. We've got a couple turkey games and then really a Sunday to remember of almost eight matchups with potential playoff implications. But first, break it down. Doom whole heat and preach non-violence. He about stop speech, come on, silence. On one scary night, I saw the light. Heard a voice that sound like Barry White said, sure you're right. Don't let me find out who tried to bite. They better Zell. Leo, Yo. how you both doing? I'm good, man. I couldn't make it on the last week's pod, but it's all good. Uh can't really complain, you know what I'm saying? Uh I'm already looking forward to the off season and the fucking NFL, but that's the usual, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. At least uh, college shit. basketball bad to hold me down. NBA's bad to hold me down. So, yeah. Leo. Damn, talking about an NBA being here to hold you down in week eleven is tough. That, that's <laughs> tough. Yeah, man, it's, it's it's, it's yeah. what I'm used to, bro. It's what I'm yeah. used to. Tried and true. You know that's yeah. Scary. I mean. The Titans, they, they let me down. I, I kind of expected them to let me down, so I, it wasn't really a huge shocker for me. But, I mean, other than that, I'm good. I mean, still atop the AFC, so I, I can't be too doom and gloom today. So let's talk about that first and really kind of dissect a little bit on what we see. The Tennessee Titans have really have a great resume of teams they've beat. Uh, every single week, those wins kind of move in either direction some of them look really more impressive like kansas city buffalo we don't know what's going on with um they have a huge challenge with new england this week but they are consistently not showing up for these smaller games leo you talked about it what's the biggest difference this team uh is bringing to the table in these games you know there's no derrick henry uh you've got nothing out of julio jones uh you now releasing Adrian Peterson, who actually has more touchdowns for the Titans than Julio Jones this year. Um, A.J. Brown seems to be injured, but the defense seems to be waning. What are you seeing in these games? Really in both games, it, the, the game against the Jets and the game against the Texans on Sunday, the key takeaway was just that when you don't have A.J. Brown, when you don't have Julio Jones, you don't have Derrick Henry – I don't think Tannehill is the guy that's going to elevate the roster. You know what I mean? Yep. Like Tannehill, Tannehill with the weapons, it can be an elite quarterback. But Tannehill with fourth string guys, Tannehill with guys that we just signed from practice squad, like the chemistry isn't there and it's showing. I think Tannehill had four interceptions on Sunday and all four of them, I wouldn't call them his fault. I would say on at least two of them, it looked like the receiver just wrong, uh, ran the wrong route, turned the wrong way. And uh, the lack of chemistry is just showing in both games. It, without A.J. Brown out there, without Julio Jones, it's going to be tough for him. New England this week. Big game in the AFC. This is somehow the number one and number two seed in the AFC. Um, 
what are you looking at here? Uh, New England can run the ball. They don't really pass the ball very well, but they run the ball well. And they've got a defense that stops the run really well. Is this going to come down to who's hurt and who's not for Tennessee? Or is uh, Tannehill, A.J. Brown going to be enough on offense? Uh, I mean, I think Tannehill and A.J. Brown should be enough as long as A.J. Brown can stay out on the field. I mean, last Sunday we saw him leave the game, I think, with some bruised ribs. Uh, he left the game with a hand injury. He had a couple different injuries in the game on Sunday. So they just need him to be out there and be a threat. If he is, then I, I obviously like the Titans' chances. But when it comes to New England uh, and stopping the run, it, that makes me feel a little bit better. Uh, that, that matchup makes me feel a little bit better just because the Titans' weakness is really the pass defense. I think the rush defense is kind of solid. So uh, I still like the chances against New England. But this Houston game, I've, I wish that I didn't see it coming, but I did. <laughs> Called it. Yeah, Zell, you're a, you're a long-time Jet fan. You see the Patriots. Mm -hmm. You've seen all the destruction. Uh, here comes a big matchups for them from what you've seen. Are you siding with Leo? Tennessee's going to get up for another big game. Are you looking at the Patriots to kind of pull away here in the AFC? As much as I hate the Patriots, I got to give credit when it's due. Um you know what's crazy? It's like this Patriots team gives me like 09-2010 Jets vibes. You've got a rookie QB who you're not asking to do much, who's executing the play-action plays, the yep. stuff, the short, quick game, and your defense is dominant. That's literally how the Jets got to back-to-back -back AFC championships with Mark Sanchez. Like, say what you want about Mark Sanchez, but yep. he managed to get the back-to-back -back AFC championships and has a 4-1 and -one playoff record. So it's it's crazy. Like, I was watching the game last Thursday and was just like, damn, bro. Like, Mac Jones doesn't even have to do anything. Nope. Because you got to think, too, the team that he went to with the stability they have in the coaching staff between Belichick and McDaniels, who've been there forever, um, and how much experience that they have, that was the best situation for him. And one of Mac Jones' strength coming out was his IQ and how he wins pre-snap and his short passing game. So as much as we hate on him, as much as you want to say this or that, like when he was coming out, I mean, the Alabama receiver said it, Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle, they were all like, yeah, I'm going to take Mac Jones over Tua. And we yeah. laughed at it originally, but it's like uh, we're kind of seeing it now. You know, um, I – I got to give credit when it's due, man. He's been the best rookie quarterback so far. Granted, you know, Zach Wilson's been injured. Justin Fields is injured now. Hasn't played as much. Trey Lance barely played. And Trevor Lawrence has had his up and downs. But Mac Jones has been the best rookie quarterback. Um, I think the Patriots are going to win this game. I hope they don't. But I think they're going to win. Um, I just think they're on a roll right now, man. Their, their defense is clicking on all cylinders. And Mac's really not turning the ball over, you know, for what he's being asked to do. He's, you know, working efficiently. So I think they'll uh, eke this one out, unfortunately. It's an interesting thing with the rookie quarterbacks here. If we go hindsight, we're halfway through the year. Trey Lance is a complete unknown commodity still, uh, which is troubling because they was traded up for and was he gave up a ton for a guy who hasn't been able to crack the starting roster, whether you're sitting him or not. Uh, because you want him to get reps behind Jimmy Garoppolo. Your season was in jeopardy, and so uh, Trey Lance remains an unknown. Justin Fields is getting beat to death. He was sent to the hospital again, which is just remarkable. 
Trevor Lawrence is dealing with perhaps the most understaffed team. He, I mean, definitely the most under-talented team he's ever played uh, played with in his entire life. Uh, it's. I actually think he looks great out there, but it's just not happening. And then, you know, you, we roll to Mac Jones, Zach Wilson, again, another one hurt. And then you have Mac Jones, who's not being asked to do fuck all and make easy 10-yard throws, follow the play. I'm going to be interested to see if the Titans can shut that team down. That's my big matchup here is can the Titans keep this game close, muck another game up, and steal a win? So both teams going to be looking to do that. It's a big game this week. New England, for me, here's the big difference. You are giving Bill Belichick extra time because he played Thursday. I think that's a real fucking problem. So I'm going to take New England there. Uh, There was a whole bunch of fuckery over the weekend. Some teams pulling themselves away. Some teams falling behind. Uh, We we have the Ravens-Bears. I'll touch on that just quickly. We go with the backup. Here's a full story. I I was in Chicago. I went to the fucking game. Oh, nice. Nice. So I fly up there. Me and my brother, um, uh, one of my friends, Grover, uh, his fiance, we go out there. And, you know... Thursday or Friday night, they're like, oh, Saturday, they were like, hey, Lamar, questionable. I'm like, what? Yeah, that was so random. Yeah, what out of in nowhere. The fuck? And then they're like, yeah. And then Saturday, they activate Trace McSorley. And I'm like, you rotten motherfucker. And then we're stuck with Tyler Huntley. <laughs> and, and Tyler Huntley, great dude and everything. It is so frustrating having a quarterback like Lamar and then dealing with a rookie again. You're like, ah, oh, come on, just... There was, a, there was actually a play that would have gone for an easy touchdown, five-yard play earlier, prompted me to tweet out that I'd seen enough of Huntley. Um, I won't say that I was sober at that moment. I was very emotionally charged <laughs> in the stadium. Uh, the truth of that day is, you know, it's 12 o'clock there. It's an hour over for the game time. At 9 a.m., me and my brother get up and just start drinking. We didn't eat till we were in the stadium. I, had, I think I had like eight. Eight before I ate a fucking hot dog, and, uh, and you were was, belligerent in the stadium. I was belligerent. <laughs> um, uh, actually, had a I great mean, time. The, the fans in Chicago, I gotta say, for a team that just sucks every year, they really turned out. I mean, they had fans everywhere. Um, it wasn't like a quarter empty stadium or anything like that. That thing was fucking full of diehard fans. Uh, they 100% want Matt Nagy fired, and he should be. There's really no reason the Ravens can go in there. Essentially, without QB1, RB, RB1 through 3, wide receiver 1, um, the entire O-line is makeshift. We've lost defenders at every level, and then you beat a team. Um, I mean, not to say that they're stacked with talent, but they're at home, and that should be a difference, and it just wasn't. So, uh, Ravens, gutsy win there. Um, but... Moving along to something that has a little more implications uh, in both your divisions, the Indianapolis Colts beat the absolute piss out of the Buffalo Bills. Leo, the Colts are surging. Tennessee Titans drop another one to Houston, and it's rough games from here on out. One to five, five being you're you're worried, worried, one being still asleep in the backseat. Where are you with the Titans holding on to this amidst all the injuries? I mean, with all the injuries, I'm at like a four. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, it's 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 not looking good. It's not looking good. The the Colts are heating up, and I told you on last week's episode that this battle was uh, a win-win. You know, either the Bills drop further in the AFC or the Colts drop further in the division. I don't know if this was the result I wanted to see, though. Jonathan Taylor <laughs> dropped his meat all over the Bills' face. He just Man, drug it all over them. And to make matters worse, I played Jonathan Taylor in multiple fantasy leagues this week, so <clears throat> that just added insult <clears throat> to injury. He, just, he shit all over me as well Yeah, as the Bills. It, it's just not good. It's not good. I, I got I to say, the Colts are starting to become a – it's cold out. We're going to stop the run, and we're going to run down your throat, team. We, we talked a couple weeks ago, well, actually last week, about how all these teams and who can win the divisions uh, end up, the, you know, the AFC, the NFC South and the AFC East are all going to play each other here in a second, and it's going to create a bloodbath. There's a couple of those division matchups that's going to happen. The NFL actually did a pretty good job of getting this all teed up as we're going to turn, turn the page here. Uh, the Colts play New England, I think, in two weeks, and that was flexed to a primetime game. So that's going to be a great game. That's going to be a great goddamn game. But uh, I'm I am now looking at the Colts. So a couple weeks ago, uh, I was talking about how I think the Colts could be a kind of round into form team if they could get healthy. I don't know how they keep getting their players back because uh, I don't know that fucking luxury. Um, but they're coming back from injury and they're getting healthier middle of the season. Um, a little worried about that. Zell, from your perspective, again, looking at the Buffalo Bills, uh, everyone here knows I'm the number one Josh Allen hater. I think I, I'm the only one <laughs> left in that hill after last year. Uh, seeing some regression from him, uh, what do you think about the Bills here and the Colts? I think Josh Allen definitely hasn't been as consistent as he was last season. Um, he's looked more like a combination of Josh Allen from last year and then Josh Allen the year previous when he was throwing the ball to the, the opposite team in the playoffs and all these wild turnovers. So I think another big thing that's harping and hurting the Bills is that they don't have a run game. Like, yep. for whatever reason, Devin Singletary and Zach Moss, who they just took in the past two drafts, neither of them can get it done. And it always feels like one of them is hurt. Like, I think Matt Breida was their leading rusher this past week against the Colts. Like, yep. are you kidding me? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think Matt teams have Brita. Matt fucking Brita, right? I think teams have had like this past season to analyze, like, okay, you guys are gonna go so pass heavy, like you, you can't keep doing that and keep winning these games. You know what I'm saying? Or have the same success you had. So I don't know. Brian Dable is gonna have to find something. I guess Matt Brita might be the answer, um, but it, it's not looking good for them. They look great against us because our defense is shit so who doesn't look good against the jets obviously um but when they're playing some real competition and i the saints defense i know they just got you know being pretty bad by the eagles but the eagles run the ball really well they're i think they're the number one rushing team in the nfl yes yep so the saints don't have to go up against that against the bills so i think they they're no slouch defensively um the bills need to get right because I honestly is New England ahead of them in the standings? I think they are. Yes, yes. New England is at the top of gave the it AFC out last East. week, three to one to take the East. Now once again, top. once again. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't. It's not looking good for the Bills. Um, I think they will get back and win this game though, because I'm not gonna pick a team who has Trevor Simeon and Taysom yeah. Hill at quarterback to beat a team who was one game away from the Super Bowl last year. So yeah, but the Bills is not looking good though. 
It's not looking good. So here, here's an interesting thing about that New Orleans we talked about here. Uh, Philadelphia is coming on and physically whipping teams. A lot yes. of parallels yes. between what Philly's doing and what Indy is doing. Getting healthy on the offensive line, running the ball well, stopping the run, forcing you to be one-dimensional on both sides. They are doing it well. They're executing. I think I read a stat that, and when I say I think, I read the stat. I just want to make sure the years are right. That going back to last year, uh, no, sorry, 2021, so it's just this year. Um, here it is. That five of the leading rushers, so out of the top five leading rushers that the Saints have given like up yardage to, three of them are on the Eagles from last week. So out of all season long, the, the top five rushers against the New Orleans Saints, three of them are on Philly. Philly ran That's crazy. the ball That's a all that for fucking <laughs> over Damn. them. All over them in every way. And that's terrifying because the Saints have a ridiculously good run defense. Right. Um, and, and we have the Bills going to New Orleans after a loss. We'll see. New Orleans is desperate for a win to stay in this playoff race. We'll get to that in a minute. But here are the next five for Buffalo. New Orleans at New, at New Orleans. Home for New England. At Tampa Bay. Home for mm. Carolina. At New England. One in four. One in four is possible here. That would leave them at eight and eight. Yeah. Very possible. I mean, Carolina's going to be tough because they're going to be fighting down to the end. I think they can win that game. Um, But New England twice, even if they split, I mean, two and three through that slog is tough. They end the year with Atlanta and the Jets so they can pick up some wins late. But that's a tough spot for Buffalo, and they have shown multiple times this year against the right competition that their offense can't get it going. Uh, to Zell's point, yeah. like I feel like now we say that they can't run the ball, and I don't even feel like that's true. I feel like they just don't run the ball. Yesterday they had 13 total attempts. And I know you can't pound the rock all day when you're down 24-7 at halftime, but I've noticed that in several Bills games this year where it's not really that they – can't get it going on the ground is that they just don't like they do, they're content letting Josh Allen drop back and pass every single down if if possible so and here, I don't think you can win with without balance yeah so that's he, a good point too the they'll like for the sprinkle bills. some little runs in there and that's really their it. leading rusher yesterday was Matt Breida with five attempts five wow the the Bills are right around the middle of the pack with 253 rushing attempts this year. Their rushing yards, however, are towards the bottom. They're not, well, I guess they're right around the middle, too. So they're just not getting a ton of production out of it. They're not, they're running the ball for kind of like a basic three yard gain, which, which can appear fine. But they have 12 touchdowns on the year. It's an interesting thing, Leo, because before I literally just pulled up these stats to check them out because I completely agreed with you. I thought we would see that the Bills would be low, low in rushing and low in attempts. They're middle of the pack in both. They're just not getting anything out of it. And and I think we, you know, I'll bring it up every single fucking time. But Josh Allen has been horribly inconsistent this year. And, and it's like there are weapons there. Like this isn't a no-weapon team. They're, they are, what, eighth in attempts this year passing the ball 390 uh, completions at 65 percent with the yards per attempt at 7.3 the offense just is not clicking they're not getting the yardage they would expect it is a very interesting thing going on with the bills and it's really led by inconsistency with josh allen we'll see if he can tighten it up one thing i need both of you to remind me of every year 
please don't let me count out any team coached by Ron Rivera before week like 13. <laughs> I don't they get fight it. for that, man. Riverboat River, River, Ron, man. They fucking suck at the beginning. Remember back with even like Carolina and Cam, when he was in there with Cam Newton, they would start the first half of the year like three and five and then go six and two to end it. And you're like, how did you get in the playoffs? What are you doing here? And they're doing it again. They have two really, really good wins the last two weeks. They've got a win against Carolina. They've got a win against uh, Tampa Bay. We're going to talk about teams that can potentially make the playoffs or who might be eliminated. But is Washington, they lose Chase Young, they lose Montez Sweat, and all of a sudden they start winning game, and Heineke is just a reborn person. Anything real here? Or are we really just looking at two teams that aren't going to make the bubble in Carolina and Washington? What are your thoughts, Zell? I think it's going to be tough for Washington. Um, I think this past week they just had a little more pep in their step because, you know, obviously Ron used to coach the Panthers. He was there for a long time, probably just had a hype ready for that game, wanting to go out and then, you know, Cam coming back, all that stuff too. Um, they are four and six right now. Um, but they, yep. yeah, that that last NFC wild card is going to be crazy. I don't think they make it though. Um, <laughs> it's going to be crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be crazy. I think for Washington, it was a great win. That was just more of an emotional win. But I, I don't see them, you know, securing one of those two wild card spots for the playoffs in the NFC. Leo, you got both out. Got any of them in? Mm. I had Carolina won this game, I would have felt better yeah. about saying that they were going to be in. But after the loss, I don't feel that great about it. When it comes to Washington, I don't trust Heineke. I don't trust him. I've seen too many Washington either. games at this point where he gets them into the game and then he shoots them right out of it. And so, no, I don't trust either of these teams to, to make the playoffs, no. I'm telling you, Heineke is fucking Fitzpatrick reborn. He is just <laughs> He will shoot you into games. He will shoot you out of games. You will fall in love with him when you're not like it's not your team, but you're watching him play. You're like, this guy should get more opportunity because he just loves football so much. But I think he's just uh, I think he's just Fitzpatrick reborn. But I don't think the Washington has enough skill to get through it. Although Terry McLaurin, whew, that boy can ball. I mean, he is so goddamn good. He has the most contested catches in the NFL. I mean that guy is so yeah, fucking he's a monster. Good. He's a monster. He is for just real. a monster. I need I need uh the uh, Heineke to just feed him. All right, uh Leo Zell, anything I miss as a wrap up from last week before we kind of turn the page on, on our top five, bottom five, and who's in and out of the playoffs really? Hey. I wouldn't say anything that we missed, so to say, but I think the Bengals win over the Raiders was a good win for them to kind of get them back yep. on track a little bit. Um the Raiders were a team that a couple weeks ago we were saying, oh, they might be a playoff team, but now it kind of looks like they're fading a little bit. And finally, all the all the shit that they've been through this season is kind of starting to kick in, I think. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. Um, I think uh, last time I was on there, I had the Bengals making it in one of those uh, AFC wildcard spots, so that definitely yep. was a good bounce-back win for them. Um, I'll give a quick shout-out to the Vikings, man. They are yeah. – those dudes are – that team, like – you got to watch them on Sundays, man. Hang like, because you never know, man. And, I mean, you guys said it on here, too. It's like they will be down 21, like, a couple minutes left in the third, and they still have a chance to win that game just because how explosive and volatile their offense is. So that was a good win for them over the Packers, too, a division win, too. So 
Yeah. Big win for them. They have some ease. They have some interesting games coming up. They have San Francisco, Detroit, Pittsburgh, Chicago, the Rams, Green Bay, Chicago. So if they want to make some noise, they certainly have an opportunity. They are 2-0 and in the NFC North. So every win they can take against Green Bay is going to be big. Um, let's start here. Let's start with the positives. I'm going to go through my top five one by one. Leo Zell, tell me what I get wrong. Now, again, here's my rankings. It's right now. I'm taking just this season. I'm taking what you've done more recently than what you've done in the past. Leo, your Titans took a little tumble because <laughs> you just so deservedly so. <laughs> um, and man, Tyrod Taylor. I got, I got yeah, fucking Tyrod. I'll start at top. Arizona right now is to me the best team in the NF the NFL. No, 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 Kyler Murray. Uh, he should be back. They got a bye week, so they're just trying to get him to the bye week, and he comes back. They beat up. They. They've played two potential playoff teams with Colt McCoy. They they played three games with him against two playoff teams, win both of those. This is a team that looks pretty well balanced across the board. Besides the injury to uh, uh, Kyler, I can't see a reason why they wouldn't be the number one seed. Either of you have a problem with that? Their defense no, is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, They're fast. They're good. They're fast. Like They're they, really good and underrated, I feel like. That's all I had to say about them. <laughs> I, I think they're the one seed. Um, my number two seed is New England. They are just handling business right Whoa. now. Whoa. I got number two. Whoa, number team. two? Yep. I moved In the league? Up. Yep. Last, what? The, the last week, here are the teams we had above man, them. Man, man. Last oh, week. Here we, here we go. We had Tennessee above them. We had, um, oh, shoot, uh, Tennessee, Tennessee. Uh, Green Bay, Dallas, and the Bills. This is the top five. was Green Bay, Tennessee, Cardinals, Dallas, Bills. That's where they were last week. Four of those teams lost. Green Bay, Tennessee, Dallas, and the Bills lost. Dallas and the Bills got mollywhopped. Tennessee lost by 10 to a one-win team. And Green Bay got beat by Minnesota. Uh, who, like, who do you think right now is playing better football? I would rather put the Bucks in the in the number two spot than New England. I agree. Okay, i i i have I have the Bucks as uh, my fifth team on this list. Um, I've got Arizona, New England. My number three team on this list is uh, Tennessee. I'm going to keep them up at the top here. Um, I think that that loss drops them down, but I'm I'm not. The wins are just too good, and if I'm going to put the Arizona Cardinals at the top and Kyler Murray's hurt, i kind of going to look at Tennessee and say, look, if they can get Julio or Derrick Henry back, that offense can get running. And, and if I look at it that way, they've got, two, they've got the two worst losses in the NFL. I don't think anyone has worse losses than that. But they also have probably six of the best wins in the NFL. So I have the Tennessee Titans number two behind New England, and they play each other this week. Yeah, that's going to be a big one. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I know Dallas lost, and I know Baltimore didn't have Lamar, but I'm still taking those two teams over New England right now too. And I'm borderline going to take Kansas City over New England right now too. Just saying. Yeah, Dallas already beat New England. Baltimore, I feel like if you can scrap that win out with your QB1 being <laughs> – ruled out of the game like damn near less than 24 hours like I, I i can't take new england over them right now i think baltimore gonna i mean i 
Yeah, I would take Baltimore over them. And then the Chiefs, man, I mean, I said it, even when they got off to that rough start, like, they have – I don't know what was going on with Mahomes, what type of stuff he changed in his routine or what was going on, but they have too much talent, man. And they've been there for the past, what, four or five years? So I, they're rounding into form at the right time. So I would – I think I would take them over New England right now too. But if somebody were to say, hey, New England over Kansas City, I wouldn't be mad at it. Leo – Zell's got your Titans out of the top five. I've stated the reasons they should be up there, but no, I can't I think, argue with any of that. No, I think the Titans should be in the top five. I was just saying I would take those teams over New England. Okay. Tennessee's okay. got the so best you, record in the you AFC. Put, would you put ten, so you're putting Tennessee over New England too, right? So you've got Tennessee like your fifth spot, and then you've got uh, New England out of it looking, on the, looking in. I would have top five teams in the NFL right now. Like you said, Arizona – Definitely Tampa. I would also have Tennessee in there, Baltimore, and like I was saying with that fifth spot, if it KC, New England, yeah, KC, New England, Dallas, one of those teams there for that fifth spot. I'm not. I'm. I'm moving Dallas completely out of it at this point. I think they've had two of the last three weeks. They've gotten absolutely, really demolished and and didn't look good offensively or defensively. Um, and to your point about Kansas City, I, I don't think the offense is playing much better. Uh, they're they're actually 18th in, in passing offense. Yeah, their defense has uh, definitely stepped up. Their rushing is 18th, passing is 4th. Their defense has stepped up dramatically. Um, Leo, where's your top five sitting then? We got Arizona in there. How Where are you putting Tennessee on this list? You, you keeping them towards the top? Uh, I mean, Tennessee's definitely staying in the top five for me. I think in order, my top five would be Arizona, Tampa, Green Bay, Tennessee. And then I would have the Patriots in my top five, just not as okay. high as you had them. So I would put yeah. them at five. I like the Green yeah. Bay one, too. I wouldn't. That's that's fair. Not to knock them yeah. out of there just because of that last loss. It wasn't like they got blown out, so... Yeah, no, nah, Kirk and them, they're dangerous over there. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a vision game. There's a lot going on. Um, you know, it's a tough loss for them. Uh, I, I go Arizona, New England, Tennessee, Baltimore, Tampa Bay. That's my five. Uh, Tampa Bay coming off of back-to-back losses has a pretty puff cake game of green uh, the New York Giants. I need to see a little more of them. Uh, they weren't in my list before. I, I need to see what they're kind of going to turn into here. Their offense started to get rolling, but we're seeing this in the NFL where it just really is matters of who you're playing. If you're not playing one of those contender teams – People are beating up on them a little bit, like you called out earlier, Zell. Um, you know, the Buffalo Bills play the Jets. All of a sudden, they look back. Uh, they play Indianapolis, and they're not competitive. So, right. it, mm-hmm. it, it's it's a very it's a very back and forth league. Our top five could be muddled. Here's the thing: this is all going to sort itself out. All these teams basically play each other the next couple weeks. Um, then on the flip side, there are some teams that I think are eliminated, no chance of making the playoffs, uh, and I feel good about these chances of no not making the playoffs. I'm not giving them any shot. If I get one wrong, call it out. So I'm going to start the list. Zell will get you out of the way. Jets. Jets ain't making the fucking playoffs. Fuck um, no, baby. So nope, they, nope, nope. Yeah, they are. They are. And damn, you couldn't like, even say Detroit first? Like, damn. Shit. Nah, I'm starting in the East. And I'm starting with the Jets. Starting with Lord. the Jets. Uh, here's the thing. You see your quarterback situation right now? Yeah, Zach Wilson's healthy. He's playing this week. Uh, yeah, yeah. You trade for Joe Flacco. He gets eliminated from a COVID. Mike Wright's got COVID. You have no backups now. It's whoa, 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 whoa. You Josh Johnson. 
Josh Johnson, that's Kane right. That's... Colson was bomb. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Hey, Fla- Flacco got COVID on purpose. Yeah, he, he did. said, "Why did you bring me back here? Yeah. Who has co- Mike White has COVID? Mike White, let's go out to dinner." Let's go. My out thing to is like, bro, how did you like trade the pick? I don't care about the pick, but it's like, bro, you you called him in to play and be a potential backup and start, but he's not vaccinated. I know he's got different pro- like. I don't. Whatever. All that talk about how Cam Newton needed to get vaccinated to get a backup spot, and the Jets literally traded a draft pick for an unvaccinated Joe Flacco. Oh, oh Just God. saying. that's That was hysterical media talk about how Cam Newton needed to get vaccinated, and a team literally traded draft picks for Joe Flacco. So just another crazy media narrative. So Jets at the top. Um, I don't have anybody from the AFC North eliminated. They are the only division in football without a team with a losing record. Their entire division is above 500, which is fucking awful for me to deal with again. Can't, can't I go back to having, can't Cleveland go back to being dog shit? I mean, why the fuck did Cincinnati have to be good? What in the fuck is this? Every fucking year, this division's just like, we're going to stick around. I need to trade. I'll, I'll trade you guys Cincy and Cleveland for, you know what? You can tell, you bring the Jets over in Miami and we'll send Cincinnati and Cleveland to the East. You can, you can play with us in Pittsburgh. No, we ain't ready uh, for that. The problem for you <laughs> is, <laughs> so, come on. These teams are young too. You're going to yeah, be dealing with them for a couple for years. Right. <laughs> fucking, yeah, I, I, I'll trade you. I'll trade you Cincy for Houston. Uh, you know, <laughs> to jacksonville no, um, no thank you yeah i know uh so i don't have any team in the afc north eliminated i think we're agreeing there houston jacksonville i've got them computer player defeated yes um, they're, yeah they're out of here they're done uh i'm gonna eliminate the las vegas raiders i think that's it for them i'm cool with that i remember when we did the pod a couple weeks ago i said they ain't making it i ain't, they ain't making it. i ain't like the energy I don't the, the energy yeah they have and that was before the oh, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> before it got fucking worse <laughs> like right. Derek Derek Carr looks crazy on the sidelines he's growing his hair out he's having a fucking uh, midlife crisis on this team now so I've got the Raiders eliminated and I want to say this I've got the Denver Broncos eliminated too and that may be early but I can't see them sticking around with the rest of the talent in the AFC. Is that too early? Uh, I feel like it might be a little too early on the Broncos. And to be fair, I don't think that they're going to make the playoffs, so I don't have any problem with you eliminating them. But it does feel a little early just because couldn't you see them being the last team in, the seventh team into the playoffs? I could see them still having a chance at that. So I don't feel good about eliminating them. But fuck them. We can eliminate them. Here's who they have left. They've got the Chargers twice, Kansas City twice, Cincinnati, and at Las Vegas. They also okay. Never mind. Cross them off. They they're could. one easy they're game to try. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cross them off. Cross them add, off. My add bad. Denver to the cross out list. Um, wait, wait, real we'll, quick, real quick question for yeah. y'all. What about Miami though? And the only reason I'm asking <sighs> is because from what I was looking ones. at, and they have some pretty other uh, cake games. I know they play us again. So. Here are their games. Carolina, Giants, Jets, mm. New Orleans, mm. Tennessee, New England. So they, it really comes down to this weekend. I, I think you're right, Zell. They're like right on the borderline. If they lose against Carolina this weekend, I think that's it. Yeah. Roll them up, push them out. Um, they have three straight wins. They're surging. I was on the border with them. I basically was like, if you lose 
basically if they lose any of the next like two or three games like if they go one and four that's or one and two that's it uh because they end with two big games i yeah, don't know two if they're be able to come yeah. up yeah typical Dolphins so, fashion would be them to give a game to the giants like yeah some yeah. bullshit or us beating them some shit eliminate like that. themselves right um so i th- I think we're set. Good call out with Miami. They are borderline. It, you know, if we wanted to push them over, I think that would be it. I'm just going to go one more week before I write them off. Uh, right. I'd be okay with writing them off. Right now, okay. the last okay. playoff seed in the AFC is 6-4. and four. Miami would have to win out if, if they're going to make the playoffs, and That's I true. don't see that happening. I'm adding it to the pile. Eliminated. Uh, see ya. Call. We're calling Miami eliminated. We'll, we'll see if we get any of these wrong. I don't think we will. All right, the NFC is a whole different story. Because in the NFC, they're going to let one to two really shitty teams in. Um, I I don't know who it's – we don't know who it's going to be, which makes the uh, kind of seeding a little more difficult. But they've got a lot more fucking problems than uh, the AFC does. So here we go. Here's teams I think completely eliminated. Detroit, 0-9-1. There's going to be no issue there. Giants, Chicago, Atlanta – and Seattle. say it say it yeah, yeah okay oh, yeah seattle get them out of here say now, it let's talk about seattle real quick what in the fuck i love you, it i love you, it you, i bet you do i, I bet you fucking do i'll You're take two of those top, top five picks gladly yeah. badly uh, we talked about this being we i think we talked about them getting eliminated last week but you just lost a colt fucking mccoy in a must-win game what the fuck? At home to Colt McCoy? Colt McCoy. And they got uh, blasted, that, too. I was, yeah. bro. I I mean, I will take the L on this one because when Russ came back, I definitely thought, like, okay, they might get a pep in their step. Like, his finger, I guess it's all right or whatever. But has he – I don't think he has a touchdown in either of the games he's been back. wonder why. terrible. on my fantasy team. And yeah. I've taken back-to-back L's <laughs> these past two weeks because this man, Russ, can't score a touchdown. So, can't score. yeah, he hasn't looked good since they've been back. They haven't looked good. Um, I I definitely missed on that one. But, yeah, it's not looking they're, – they're cooked. I don't see how they – there's no way they can get in unless they go on absolute tear. But it hasn't looked good. Their offense looks putrid. looks terrible. Here are, here are all the teams a game out of the wild card. I'm going to read – the sixth seed in the wild card down until a team is more than one game back. Minnesota's in the sixth seed. New Orleans is in the seventh. Followed them, and they're both five and five. Following them is San Francisco at five and five. Philadelphia at five and six. Carolina at five and six. Washington at four and six. Atlanta at four and six. That is there crazy. There are seven teams, all uh, six teams, all bundled together. Any of those you feel like could be eliminated, Leo? No, I. I mean, if you're gonna let me eliminate one on my own uh, accord, I would pick the Falcons. Uh, without Calvin Ridley, that offense just it's looked like ass for a couple weeks now. And I don't see how they get it done. The defense isn't good enough to carry them. The offense isn't getting it done right now. So I would feel okay crossing Atlanta off the list. But mathematically, I guess you can't do it yet. I think we go bold and we eliminate them. Here's who they play. They got Jacksonville this week, so people are going to be like, what? Uh, but then it's um, Tampa Bay, Carolina, San Francisco, Detroit, 
Buffalo, New Orleans. So one free win and then a bunch of dog fights. Yeah. <laughs> right. So you good with eliminating them? I'm good with eliminating them too. Okay. okay. Yeah, I agree with Leo completely. Fuck them. Let's get rid of them. Uh, So that really is it. I don't feel comfortable. The NFC is a complete pile of fuckery. Um, You have teams. Can we get some predictions? Who's going to get that seven seed? Uh, That's the question asked there. Well, actually, the the six and the seven seed, because right now it's a tie. So what are the last two teams in? Zell, what do you think makes it in first? And then I'll go. I'm going to go Minnesota Philly. Damn, I can't believe I, I like said Philly's going to make that shit. But, damn, they, they, they look tough. Minnesota-Philly, I'm going to go those two. Yeah, I I like Philly a lot. So, I called them in a couple weeks ago. You did. I think you did. Thought you were crazy. <laughs> they, they Look, they've got it now. They've actually just got through the hard part of their schedule. So, when we were talking, we were like, this is the tough part. And then here comes, like, the Jets, the Giants, and Washington twice. So, um, yeah, Man. their schedule coming up is easy. I think they're going to backdoor this thing. You know, and a lot, everyone, I, I don't know anyone who didn't, talked a bunch of shit about Nick Sirianni and that whole team. Uh, they have literally Giants, Jets, then they get a late bye week. So they're, this physical team's going to get healthy. Then they go Washington, Giants, Washington, Dallas. It's it's not even like out of the question that they could punt it. They could catch Dallas at this point. I don't think they could fuck around and maybe win the division. Yeah, yeah. They could so fuck around I've, and still get a chance to win the division. Uh, Dallas is going to play uh, Vegas this week. New Orleans, Washington, Giants, Washington, Arizona, and Philly. There's enough losses in there, especially the way Dallas has been playing. So I've got Philly making it. They're going to be in for one of mine. Um, and I am absolutely torn with Minnesota and Carolina. I am torn between those two teams. Uh, I've already said that Carolina would be a playoff team, so I'm going to stick to it. I'm calling for Philly and Carolina in the playoffs. My heart wants Carolina, but I'm I don't think in. that <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> think that I'm going to take Carolina. My heart wants it though. Like I really want to see Cam in the playoffs so for dope, Carolina yeah. one more time, right? So I. It. I think I'm going to go with Minnesota. Uh, and then in my last spot, I got you guys make a lot of good points about the Eagles. I think I'm going to go with the Eagles because Jalen Hurts looks like he's figuring some things out over there. He's yeah, just man. an absolute playmaker. Did you guys see his 20-some-yard touchdown run yeah. that he had? Uh, my man absolutely broke an ankle, broke some oh, ankles, yeah. left in them the on the field. Yeah, right. And then trots into the end zone for a 20-some yard touchdown run, and it was fucking beautiful. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the Eagles. And I can't believe I'm saying that either, but, yeah, they just look good the last couple weeks. Real good. Um, I, I, I'm going to – man, San Francisco lurking too. Here's the thing. The seventh wild card game is definitely going to add in more fuckery, but, man, there's going to be a lot of teams fighting for that spot at the end of the year. And the way the NFL goes, it's kind of like just get in. Like – who are you afraid of? If you make the playoffs, you're going to go into every game being like, we could win or lose this. Like That's how it's going to feel for every team with the playoffs. You're like, okay, here we go. Flip, you know, spin the coin. Like, I don't know where it's going to fucking go. Um, and, I'm betting and, on Tampa. <laughs> that, that's yeah. the only team that I feel safe with. 
I think Tampa's rounding into the right spot. I think they are going to run away with that division. I thought that it could get a little frisky with Carolina. If Carolina would have won this week, they would have been 6-5. and five. Uh, Really a game back behind Tampa Bay with two games to play against them. This one really and, hurt Carolina, man. It, th- it that did. loss was tough. You know yes. what? I, yeah. I, for some fucking reason, remember Cam Newton losing to Washington like a couple times. I just I, – I can't – did they play um, – before he went to New England, I feel like he came up, yeah, in like Ron's first year and lost to him. So uh, I don't know what it is, but uh, they just haven't played well against him. But with that being said, talking about all these playoff teams this year and what we're going to expect, we get nothing but playoff games this week uh, and a delicious feast of food Thursday to hold us through a real comatose early slate. And let's take a quick look at that slate. So... Thanksgiving, they're kind of counting on you to get to where you're going to be around noon and start talking to the relatives, TV's on in the background, you're not quite, you know, settled down to watch football, but someone's got Chicago, Detroit on in the background. I fucking hate that Detroit gets to have a fucking Thanksgiving game. Uh, There are a lot of people out there that believe in the... um, you, you really shouldn't give them the fucking game uh, and should take it away from them. But at this point, they've had it for so long, and it's the only thing they have that I'm willing to ride well, it out. But, let me ask a question real quick, because you're our NFL historian. Why is it that we have to watch the Lions every single year? Like, what, what kind of deal? Year, what What bro. is this? It's what is just this? The, they were the first team to do it. Um, and uh-huh. and, if you and go, so they just get to do it forever? What, what is this? Time it's change, kind of, man. <laughs> I know, you know, there was a time where Detroit, it's not one of the original teams, but it, it kind of is. So it's been grandfathered into this forever. Uh, there used to be a time where it was uh, Cowboys versus Indians and it was Washington and Dallas would play kind of frequently, which uh, I would say in the last like literally like 15, 20 years, that's kind of gone away entirely because they don't want the narrative. That used to be kind of a thing. Normally they play a division game. They got kind of sick of watching Green Bay beat the crap out of them, Minnesota. But uh, it, it's just kind of been – it's literally one of those things where you're like, well, they've kind of always done it. And and now you're just kind of stuck with it. And it's – I think it's like uh, – it's the only thing they have. Like, I, I at this point, I, like, mean that. <laughs> like, the city Damn. of Detroit doesn't have a Damn. baseball team that's any good. Hockey team isn't very good. Um, the Pistons, I mean – I mean, except for coming after LeBron, I don't know what they do well. D- Detroit Lions really, like, you're like, okay, what do we have this year? And you're like, well, we're oh nine and one, but we get to watch that, you know, our team on Thanksgiving. But the truth is, like, do you want that? You're like, okay, we start a day twelve thirty. You gather around the family. Your team gets embarrassed on national television. Then you're like, great. So I don't know, uh, but it's Lions plus three points. This game will also feature two fucking backups and Andy Dalton. Um, and, and who was the other guy? Tom, what's the face? Tim Boyle. Uh, Tim Boyle. Ugh. Yeah. Good. yeah. Uh, anybody leaning one way or another? I'm going to tell you this. I, I, I'm going to bet on the under of this game and be so happy if the over hits. The under is 41 and a half. So... Uh, I'm going to I'm going to bet on the under and if the over hits I'm like, "Well, look at that, a nice fun game on Thanksgiving." Uh anybody leaning one way or another? I can't lie to you guys. I don't give a fuck about this game. Like I don't care at all. 
I don't care at all. Oh, shit. I agree 100%, bro. Like, this is, you described it perfectly. It's going to be in the background while I'm probably helping cook a little bit or looking yeah. to see who cooking what, chilling. I ain't, I ain't even got no fantasy implications in this game. Like, <laughs> nah. this is, yeah. Kick it under the curve. Honestly. Like, if you have fantasy implications in this game, you're probably not doing well. Um, Thursday, here's the thing. The 430 game, though, has a little heat to it, depending on which Raiders team shows up. Uh, Las Vegas is going to Dallas. Dallas is minus 7.5. The Raiders, man, they've gone through just about everything you can to derail a team, derail a season. They also always kind of fall apart. Now, a lot of people pointing out that this isn't a typical Raiders season because they normally fall apart in December. They are correct. This team got it, got it kind of going early, falling apart in November. Cowboys minus 7.5, over 50.5. If the Ca- Dallas Cowboys' weapons don't play, though, I think I'm going to go under in this. I don't really like Dallas giving up 7.5 to anybody, especially in a big spot here. Zell, Raiders, Cowboys, who's winning? Do we know if CeeDee Lamb's playing this game? Because I think concussion. he's in concussion protocol, right? Yeah, so that's going to be something that develops. And then Zeke's got like a nagging knee, and oh man, I'm I'm still going to take the Cowboys. I don't feel great about it at this point, just because of all the injuries they do have. Um, but the Raiders, I'm, I'm not fucking picking them. <laughs> like, yeah. there's there's no reason for me. Like, they haven't shown any type of signs of life in any of these games. I mean, they lost to the Giants a couple weeks ago, and then that game versus the Bengals. I don't even think they. They scored, what, one touchdown, if that? So, yeah, no, I'm going to rock with the Cowboys. Leo? I feel like the Raiders might be a little frisky in this game. And now I know they're coming off three straight losses, and and they didn't particularly look good in any of those three games. So picking them wouldn't make any sense. I say that they cover, though. Right now, what's the spread, seven and a half? Mm -hmm. Yep. Plus seven and a half. I, I could see them covering that plus seven and a half. I'm not picking them to win the game. Definitely not. But fighting for their playoff lives, I feel like they need to win badly here. You can't fall to five and six, not in the AFC right now. So fighting for their playoff lives, I could see them making it a game, making it like a field goal, last possession type of game. Uh, but uh, Cowboys to win the game for sure. All right. I, I'm going to lead the Cowboys. I'm going to take them. I think that they cover. Uh, I'm going to wait for CD. But it is a funny thing. Yeah, there was a big conversation that people had about Michael Gallup and how the Dallas Cowboys had three number ones, Gallup, Amari Cooper, and CD Lamb. All of a sudden, Amari Cooper and CD Lamb are out, and that three number ones talk goes away, and no longer the Cowboys have any weapons. Really a fucking funny world to be in, uh, the way people kind of you know bring up some of these big market teams oh they got three number ones oh they lost two number ones and oh they don't have any weapons i'm like what happened to the third number one um but we saw that that team kind of got shut down by a kansas city team it was a little alarming the way they got shut down uh but the thursday night game 820 actually has a lot of implications this is a Honestly, they should have put the Bears in lines at four o'clock so everyone could watch Raiders and Cowboys and then take a fucking nap and then be ready for the Zeta <laughs> for real games. I think it's good <laughs> It's kind of bullshit that they don't give us like a good nap game. Honestly, if Detroit's holding on to this game, they need to be the four o'clock. They have to be the nap time game. Like, is that wrong? Like, they should be the nap I agree. time yeah, game. That's a good point. Yeah, no, you're yeah. gonna have to take your nap at one o'clock. You're gonna have right. to. I think. I think the Detroit Lions. They should be able to keep the game if they can keep it to a nap game, and they can get the game done in three hours and fifteen minutes. If they can't 
do that, get that game over quick and play fast, then I think we got to take it away. They got to be like a you start the game, everyone's talking, you nod off for an hour and a half, you wake up, you see the Detroit Lions down like 17 to 5 in some real stupid scoring game, and you're like, oh, okay, good. And then you get ready for the Bills and Saints game, see everyone out, and then you can settle down with that. But Bills and Saints, Saints are getting six points. What have we seen from Buffalo to think that they should just be giving the Saints six points like that? I'm all over the Saints here, plus six. What do you guys think? Yeah, uh, no, I, I do like the Saints plus uh, to cover. Um, I know I had mentioned earlier about Buffalo having to get right and win this game, but like Leo had mentioned about that uh, Raiders-Cowboys game, I wouldn't be surprised if the Saints made it a game. They mucked it up. Um, I think Sean Payton's going to have these guys ready to play, but um, Buffalo should still come out on tap. But, yeah, I, I would take the Saints with the points for sure. Yeah, I, I, uh, I think I'm with you. I'm not really sure. I guess it depends on whether Kamara's playing or not. If Kamara oh, is, is playing, right. he might not play. then, right, he's been out for a couple weeks now. So if he's not playing, then I don't feel that great, and I understand why the Bills are heavily favored here, even on the road. Uh, but if he is playing, then I, I don't know. I, a lot of it is going to depend on his health for me, and I'm probably not going to bet on this game because of that. I'm going to go New Orleans here. I'll see what they give. Uh, and how about the Saints giving Taysom Hill like $40 million guaranteed? He got another extension? obsession with him. Yeah. Bro, what? Another, another one. one? What? What did, animal? What? What animal does Taysom Hill have a picture of fucking Sean Payton something? Like, <laughs> like a, gor- a gorilla or something. It's something uh, ridiculous like it's that. It's crazy. Shit, the man's been hurt all year, cannot throw a ball to save his life, and Sean Payton's like, no, here's the fucking thing. I need this man. This was his year to win the job <laughs> after Drewby's retired, and we have Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon is beating you. I, I just crazy. don't understand what they're doing there. Don't understand it. They're mocking us. Now, can I just say before we move on uh, that we were talking about the Thanksgiving Day schedules and and how Detroit always somehow gets a matchup for no reason. I just feel like I'm looking at Sunday's schedule and and I see this Rams Packers game that would just be lovely for a a Thanksgiving primetime game. And I'm just wondering, NFL, why didn't you give us some Rams Packers? Why didn't you give us some Stafford versus Rodgers on Thanksgiving night? That would have been beautiful, I think. I agree agree with you. Yep. Um, Here's the 1 o'clock slate in the NFL, and we'll move through this a little quickly. There are a lot of fucking good games. By my count, there are seven games with big, 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 big uh, implications for the wild card. Um, Starting off with uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals have already beaten the Steelers. The Bengals are giving up four and a half. They're at home. Joe Burr, the Steelers are banged up. It's really going to, to me, to me right now, the four and a half is too many, but I need to watch on who the Steelers are going to have healthy. TJ Watt could play. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick could play. Um, if they can get those guys in there, I think they have a chance. But if they don't, I think the Bengals will run away with this. Zell, Bengals, Steelers, I'm leading Steelers plus four and a half here. Uh, what do you think happens? If I remember earlier in the season, the Bengals beat them pretty bad, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, they, they walloped on him. I don't think that's going to happen twice. Um, Big Ben looked good this past Sunday's game coming off of the um, COVID list. He didn't look bad. And they put up a fight, put up some points. Um, I'm actually going to take them to win this game. I'm going to go with the underdog. The Steelers to get uh, get their revenge. Leo? Uh, 
I'm going to go with the Bengals. I think that the Bengals win this game. It's going to be a cold game in the 30s. I feel like, you know, my, my man Big Ben, his arm might get a little tight in the cold. You know, uh, old man, I don't know if old man's arm is going to get it done in the cold. <laughs> yeah. Joe Burrow, though, Joe Burrow's young. He's still got some, you know, still got some mobility left. Still, you know, he could get around in the cold. So I'm going to go with the Bengals. I think they get it done at home. Joe Mixon has a big day is my prediction. It's going to be cold. They're going to pound the rock. I say Joe Mixon has like 100 yards, two tutties, uh, and the Bengals cover the four and a half. Two quarterbacks that are about 15 years apart, maybe more, but have the same arm strength. Uh, The the Buccaneers play the Indianapolis Colts. This turned into a big game. Four weeks ago, this was kind of blah. Um, If I have to hear about the flake gate at all, I'm going to blow my brains out. It was Indianapolis who blew the whistle on the the Buccaneers, Jesus, on Tom Brady and the Patriots. I really hope we don't have to fucking hear that narrative. But the Colts are only – the Colts are getting three points at home against the Buck. Bucks over under 51 and a half. Vita Vea may be coming back. We may see a really, really good pass def- uh, rush defense against a really good rush offense. Leo, I know you're hoping that the Colts don't cover this game, and you've said that Tampa Bay is going to hit their stride here. You're settling with Tampa beating Indy here at home, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely have Tom coming in. Tom likes playing in Indy. He's got a long history of, of whooping up on the Colts, so uh, I'm I'm thinking that Tom is going to go in there. He's going to hang 30 again. We'll see when it comes to the Bucks' run defense. The Bucks' defense has just been shaky lately, but like you say, Evita Vea is coming back. That's a big boost to the run defense. I like the Bucks. I like the way, and I I really hope for the division. You know, I yeah, I got some personal investment in this game. I, I hope that the Bucks come in and get the job done because I don't need the Colts picking up another big W. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go. You said three. Yeah, Bucks covering. Yeah, that. plus they cover now. You think the Bucks covering? They cover now because I'm, the Colts' strength. Is the run? I mean, Frank Wright has finally figured out. Give the rock to Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, <laughs> don't yeah, mess with Naeem Hines in that run game. Keeping the pad, get her out to JT. But the Bucks' run defense is one of their strengths. I know in the secondary they've got a lot of injuries and a lot of backup guys playing, but um, I think they might be able to, you know, confuse Carson a little bit. Maybe force him into a turnover or two there. And I think they're going to probably want to make a statement to say, "Hey, you're not going off on this JT. You're going to have to fight for these yards, even if you get a." You know, you get a hundred. It might be on like twenty-five plus carries. Um, I, I think the Bucks win, and I think they will cover the spread. I think this is a big game for the AFC. If the Indianapolis Colts can pull this game out, then they just sent a message to everyone that they're going to get a playoff spot, and it could be the winning of that division. And let's hope that it doesn't happen. <laughs> Speaking of that division, and the Titans go against the New England Patriots. The Patriots are giving up six and a half. This is a big game for the Titans. The Titans essentially ended the uh, the Patriot. Uh, oh, not a, not essentially. They they no, they they ended, def, they ended. No, yeah, yeah, they, they ended that thing. They, they made they Tom look Tom like to silly Tampa. noodle arm. <laughs> sent Tom to Tampa. This is a chance for the Titans again to stamp on the Patriots and push them back down. I like the Titans to cover the six and a half. Not sure their win, but this is a game Vrabel's going to get the fuck up for. That defense is going to be hitting. This is going to be a fucking slobber knocker. The only thing is if the Titans don't hold on to the ball, and like you said last week, four interceptions for Tannehill, not all his fault. 
But if they can't hold on to this ball, they have no fucking hope in this game. I like the Titans plus six and a half. Leo, let's go to you. What are you diving through here? That plus six and a half feels a little disrespectful to me. I'm not gonna lie to oh, you. Oh, I guys. think that is disrespectful. Yeah, that sounds up. a little disrespectful. Like you, you giving you saying New England's gonna win by a touchdown, basically, is what you're telling me. Uh, no, nah, I, I like the Titans. I mean, obviously, I, I'm gonna come in here every week and say I like the Titans, but. Uh, against the Patriots, I don't know. It's going to come down to whether or not they can get the run game going or not. It's going to be a cold game there in Foxborough. Titans' defensive line has been coming to play as of late. This last week against Tyrod, they couldn't get to him. Zero sacks. First week in a few weeks that they haven't been able to get to the quarterback. But Mac Jones is nowhere near as mobile as Tyrod Taylor, so I expect them to be able to get home and get a couple sacks on him, force him into some third and longs. And if they can do that, I like the Titans' chances. But I, I definitely like them to cover plus six and a half. You know, I said the Patriots are probably going to win this game earlier in the pod. But I'm going to pick the Titans, man, because I hope they win this game. Yeah, <laughs> I, let's you know, go. I, I hope we see that Titans defense that we saw in primetime against the Rams a couple weeks ago. I hope they look like that again, and I hope they get this dub, and I hope they cover. Um, I think that if A.J. Brown plays, which it's, I think he's looking like he's going to, It'll Probably. be a lot, yeah. It'll be a lot better for them. Um, it's not going to be any type of blowout, like Leo had mentioned. It's going to be a cold game. The Patriots will put up a fight for sure, and I wouldn't be surprised if they do win this game. I'm just hoping they don't. So I'm a rock with the Titans. I think it's going to be defense on defense. The Vegas has it at 44 and a half. It's going to be a big game. Bill has had extra time to prepare. Right now, I'm leaning the Titans plus six and a half, but I got to see the injury reports when we get closer. The Chargers and the Broncos in a game that is really, we have the Broncos eliminated, but the Chargers really need to win this game, and it's in Denver. If the Chargers lose this game, every single week in the AFC, we're going to see huge swings, and the media is going to talk, and we're going to get sucked into it. Who are we fucking kidding? About how much of a swing these games are going to take because it's all jumbled up with a bunch of teams that are one or two wins away from each other and some pretty good characters leading them. The Chargers are minus two and a half in Denver. I'm going to take the Chargers to pull ahead of this game in a close one. I think Denver is going to give them a fight. I don't think Chargers' defense is very good. It's going to be interesting to see how their offense holds up, though. Uh, I have the Chargers minus 2.5 over the Denver Broncos. Zell, you got anything different on there? I like the Chargers, too. I I don't know what's up with them in their defense, man. It's like they just it ain't say good. fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Like they just say fuck it. Like they could have put that game away versus the Steelers this past Sunday handily, but it's like they were trying to say, "Hey man, let's just hand you this game real quick." Like they wanted them to come and take the lead and have them to fight back. Like I don't get it, but the Broncos offense isn't like crazy explosive. So, um playing in Denver is going to be tough, but I I'm going to stick with the Chargers in this one. I got nothing different. Okay. Next, <laughs> next game up on the docket really is going to be a – this to me is the creme de la creme game of the weekend. The Los Angeles Rams are going to Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers has made really weird comments since the beginning of time. However, recently he mentioned that he has a turf toe injury that's worse than turf toe. 
Turf Toe has derailed a huge number of athletes' careers. It's him being, of course, melodramatic. Um, this reminds me a lot of how I used to watch Big Ben get carted off in a game, and I could tell if Ben Roethlisberger got carted off in the game, he was coming back in. If Ben <laughs> Roethlisberger limped, yeah, if he was limped to the sideline um, and took a while to get off the field, probably a chance he doesn't come back in. But they like this. Aaron Rodgers said he's got his toe stepped on. It made it worse. The Rams are coming off kind of an embarrassing loss to San Francisco. And here they're returning against the Packers. It is a pick em, essentially, meaning whoever you think is going to win has to win the game. I like the Packers to deal with uh, Matt Stafford. They know him very well. I think they're going to be able to keep them limited. OBJ got some time to develop in that offense while they had some downtime. Leo. Packers, Rams, make the claim now. This is the, you know, right behind Arizona. This will be someone vying for the top of the NFC one seed while the loser is going to fall two games behind. Man, I had the Packers in my top three for the NFL so far this season. And for that reason, I'm going to stick with the Packers. I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers over the Rams. The Rams have not looked good the last few weeks. Uh, it's been a few weeks since I've watched the Rams and been like, yes, that's the contender that I think that they're supposed to be. So I'm going to stick with the Green Bay Packers because, <clears throat> excuse me, as crazy as Aaron Rodgers is, and even if he does have the turf toe, I still trust him more than I trust Matt Stafford. I agree. The Rams mainly because I think Stafford is probably a little bit more hurt than he's leaning on with the, I think it was the ankle and the shoulder and yep. stuff like that. And their line has not been holding up well. Um, and they haven't looked good. I know they have this bye week here. They're probably going to try to get Odell a little bit more involved. He wasn't on the field um, too much after that first drive in that um, 49ers game. But uh, I definitely think they'll find ways to get him more involved. But other than that, they just haven't looked good. Even their defense, um, which was supposed to be, you know, real dominant, they've been getting carved up pretty badly. So I'm going to go with the Packers. Um, I think they'll have a, like, a bad taste in their mouth from that tough loss to the Vikings. And, um, you know, Aaron Rodgers is my goal, man. So I, I'm going to rock with him in this game, especially because it's at home, Lambeau. I don't know if uh, those L.A. boys like that cold, so. I, I'm that I'm gonna I don't think those LA boys like the cold. I don't think they, <laughs> they're gonna deal with that at all. I think right. that's gonna be kind of a walk away for the Packers. I, I'm gonna have them and I might have them a little too big. Uh, we move again, another 425 slate, two teams vying for the playoffs. These teams will flip in position depending on who wins. The Vikings can pull away against the San Francisco 49ers, 49ers minus three. This is a buffet of good games. I mean, so many spreads are minus two and a half, minus three. They're right on the line. Vegas is just pegging everything at coin flips across the board. Vikings 49ers. I've got the 49. Ah, God, I say that out loud. I fucking hate that I have to bet on this game because uh, I'm going to. I Did really you change your mind mid-prediction? Mid fucking prediction, I was like, I like the 49ers. And I was like, fuck the 49ers. You know, either one of these, this this team is like that Spider Man meme, like Kirk Cousins and Jimmy Garoppolo pointing at each other. I just don't know what to make of either of these quarterbacks. They can both fuck you. Like, it's not yeah. a primetime game, but it's a highly important game. So I think I'm going to lean Vikings plus the three. I can't, I'm going to lose that. I'm not going to win this bet. No matter what I put on this this weekend, go against me because I'm never going to hit this bet. There's no fucking chance. I have no fucking idea. No fucking idea. Leo, help sort me out. 
Mm-hmm. I like the Vikings. Uh, I haven't been a big believer in the 49ers all year. And to me, ultimately, this comes down to both the quarterbacks. I believe in Kirk Cousins more than I believe in Jimmy G. And that's not because I have this huge belief in Kirk Cousins. But, I mean, Kirk Cousins at least gets it done some of the time. I don't think Jimmy G gets it done that often. So I'm rolling with the Vikings. Yeah, I I, I don't disagree. Like I had mentioned earlier, I I like the Vikings. I like them to get one of those playoff spots, and this is going to be a big game for them since them and the 49ers are literally at 5-5. But like that bit of a good point, both of these quarterbacks can (laughs) (laughs) just shit the bed and make you be like, why the fuck did I decide to put this in a parlay? Why did I take the over? Why did I – I'm not touching this game betting-wise. But I'll definitely be tuned in, and I'm going to stick with the Vikings to actually cover that spread for sure. I don't know of a more stay-away game if I've ever seen it. Right. I don't know what you want here. At minus three, Vegas is like, ah, fuck it. It'll sort itself out. It's fucking nuts. Sunday Night Football. Cleveland's coming to Baltimore. It's a big goddamn game again. Uh, The spread is minus three and a half. Lamar Jackson is still not practiced. Um, that stomach inch. I don't know who his chef is, but that man needs to be fired. Fired. I have never seen a quarterback be like, yeah, he's just got the bubble guts again and can't play. Like, I, I don't. Tell me, has there ever been a quarterback you've seen pop up with illness more than Lamar Jackson? And this not talking wild. COVID, just the guy's stomach is like. What the fuck happened here? What is he eating? Bro, I mean, I know the water is not very good. Yeah, I know. He must be eating that Popeyes, you know, that, that church is chicken. Uh, you know, it, it must be some shit like that. There's no way you got a dietitian and you got you got this many problems with your stomach. It's yeah. fucking If nice. you're that rich, shouldn't you hire someone to just cook That's all your meals for you? That's what I was thinking. Don't, they have, don't you have a chef? Are you like should? three people. Hire like nine people. Have them cook your chicken. Like, I don't fucking know. Like, they can fry chicken better than goddamn Popeyes or the fuck they're frying it. I don't know, man. I'm dealing with a quarterback who on Thursday is like, I just couldn't say no to the seafood at the gas station. And I'm like, I got to <laughs> seafood at the gas station. I, I needed those crab cakes from the corner I store. I needed it. Oh, God, I'm like, go to Jimmy's. Go to somewhere reputable. You're fucking killing us here. Um, I like the Ravens to cover this game because I'm a Raven fan. But I'm ready for this to go down to the wire and be disappointed. Uh, Zell, how are you leaning? Brother, Browns almost lost to the Lions. Like, so did we? Eh, yeah, true, I guess. But y'all, the at least put up field goal ever, right? But, the, <laughs> but at least y'all were putting up <laughs> points and stuff like that. Like, they got like one arm, one foot, almost no leg. Baker, like I know he's playing through some injuries. I, you know, salute him for that and stuff like that. But I just the Browns, they don't impress me. Like nothing they've done, especially lately, looks good to me. It just looks like they make everything harder than it actually should be. So I'm gonna pick the Ravens. I it, it might they might not cover it, but I definitely think they win the game. I think the Browns are getting Kareem Hunt back, right? Is he coming uh, off of IR this week or possibly he he will? But they I don't know if they. It's like when you activate someone from IR, I don't think they're always gonna play. We've done that a couple times. They have like a certain amount of time to go to the active roster. Um, let me okay, check so maybe quick. not. I mean, we don't yeah. have to get too deep into it because I got the Ravens regardless. I just think that once <laughs> once the Browns have that one-two punch of Chubb and Hunt back, then yeah, the offense yeah, might start to come back to life a little bit. 
but yeah, no, I got the Ravens regardless at home uh, on Sunday night prime time. And I mean, as long as Lamar is staying away from the gas station crab cakes, then I think you guys should be good to go. If if you go into this game with a backup, though, then no, I don't like the Ravens at all. No, me neither. Also, the three and a half kind of scares me. Uh, I'm like, oh, God, the hook. So uh, now buy that half point if if you're gonna yeah. touch that. Yeah, for sure. So get that down. All right, that kind of wraps it up for the week. Zell, we miss anything? No, nah, no, nah, we we pretty much touched on it. Y'all ain't want to give that uh that Seahawks football team <laughs> Monday night game no. No, no, I'm done. <laughs> I mean, I, what like? You want Heineke? Okay, yeah, we can do this. It was uh, a, which quarterback do you want starting right now, Heineke or Wilson? <laughs> Wilson looks like do fucking do. Lord, boy, boy, for the fantasy guys, please at least have him score. Which I just need one touchdown, bro. That's come on, and making sure it's the DK, bro. That's all I ask. Not too much, but yeah, nothing other than that. We we ain't missed nothing, man. We ain't missing nothing. Leo. No, I don't think we missed anything on the NFL front. Zell, your New York Knicks are currently beating my L.A. Lakers 28-14 to 14 in the first quarter. Uh, well, so, watching, fuck bro. you. That, that's all I got to say. <laughs> well, I've been watching. I wasn't going to bring it up, but you know. Hey, I... Milwaukee Golden State Finals. What? That really? Golden State is looking like they're going to be in the finals. We'll see. Oh, if, yeah, I was if saying Milwaukee. that's the Milwaukee part, but Golden State, yeah, they're looking, they looking solid. I, I don't know if you guys saw, but I think today Clay Thompson was a full participant in practice or yes, maybe was full I scrimmage. Saw some videos. Yeah, I saw some clips. Yep. They're going to oh, be so fucking They're deadly. 15 and 2, bro. They, 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 what the fuck? they are going to be so fucking good. I mean, they what are the humming fuck? along. Uh, they get Clay back. That here's the thing: they can still make trades. That's for an NBA pod here, which will get kicking off. Leo, take us out. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Pick and Play Show for the boy Zell, for the boy Gordo. My name is Leo. As usual, if you enjoyed the show, all we ask is that you share with a friend. Uh, we'll see you next week. How do hold heat and preach nonviolence? He about stop speech, come on, silence On one starry night, I saw the light Heard a voice that sound like Barry White Said, sure you're right Don't let me find out who tried to bite They better off going to fly a kite In a firefight during tornado time With no coat, than I caught you Wrote the book on rhymes, a note from the author With no headshot, he said it's been a while Got a breadwinner style to get an inner child to finna smile And that's no exaggeration The doctor told a patient, it's all in your imagination